everyone and welcome back to Sweet 1111. I'm Casey Barrett and Hannah Nolan and today we're joined by Chikai Spikes and she's going to share her story on body image. Chikai, it is so great to have you on and to hear your experience. So kind of tell us a little bit about your story. Hi guys, first I just want to start off by saying I'm so thankful to be here, thankful for this opportunity. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, born and raised. I'm 20 years old. I just entered this journalism major this summer, so I'm new to this. Um, so joining the Plainsman this summer has just been so exciting for me. Um, my first article was titled Body Image Issues. I really wanted to talk to women and to men that have these issues and that are just so vulnerable about them because I also have them as well. Um, it started off with me trying out for the modeling board here at Auburn University and I didn't make it and I automatically went into this super dark place, overanalyzing how my body looks and never thinking that it would be perfect enough and automatically going to social media to find good and unrealistic beauty standards that I could probably fit into. So you're talking about social media. How big is social media's influence on how we look at our bodies? I think it is so huge. On the 21st century of social media definitely does influence how we look at our bodies. Um, but it is very unrealistic because of editing nowadays. Mm -hmm. I'm guilty of it too. I can airbrush my photos all day. <laughs> I do do yeah. that. Although some social media influencers aren't very honest about what all takes to get that mm -hmm. flawless photo. So I think that, you know, those unrealistic beauty standards go into, you know, our own insecurities today. Mm -hmm. And it really feeds into... Celebrities, they over Photoshop and they have that Coke bottle look. Mm -hmm. And then it translates to real life. You're not going to see that Coke bottle look all the time. Right. And that has that unrealistic view, which I totally relate to. So you say beauty is subjective and all uniquely beautiful. Everyone's uniquely beautiful. Yes. Tell me how you got that perspective. I got that perspective. Actually, shout out to my art teacher. Um, we just had a lesson about how art is subjective. Mm -hmm. And while writing this article, I'm like, hold on, I just learned that art is subjective. Well, so is my beauty and mm -hmm. so is anybody else's beauty. Um, and what I mean by that is no one can tell you that you are ugly mm -hmm. because the way that you are created, there is no guidebook to what is perfect and what is not. Mm -hmm. So that is really what I mean by my beauty is subjective and so is other people's beauty is subjective as well. I love that thing that you said, no one is ugly because I truly believe that. <laughs> we are all individually made. So why should we think that there is one standard for everything? We all have that unique thing about us that makes us beautiful. So we have to capitalize off that. So I love that. So you talk about how you went into a dark place after receiving that rejection. Tell me more about that. So that dark place, um, I feel like I really realized that I was in a dark place right after I got rejected from the modeling board. Mm -hmm. um, I called my mom for advice and she tried to give me like positive advice. I literally shut her down and I mm -hmm. was so mean to her. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, I realized that I was passing on the hurt that I had received mm -hmm. to others. Projecting. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that is when I noticed that I was in a dark time. And when you talk about that as well, um, because you see that when people talk about maybe like 
bullies in middle school, like they're hurt somewhere. And if they're hurt, they're going to try to take it out on other people. But, and I feel like that's how that long chain of maybe this being negative towards yourself comes because if somebody's negative towards you, you're going to feel by yourself and it's just a whole chain reaction. Mm -hmm. But you talked about that rejection feeling as well. What was one thing that maybe clicked in your mind or saying like, maybe this isn't a bad thing and maybe where can I take away from this? That's a very great question. I would say that when my pain turned into pleasure was when I started putting all of my energy into what really matters. So I had to ask myself, Jakai, what really matters to you? Mm-hmm. And right now it is my academics. It is me going out of school and getting a degree. So if I'm over here stressing about a rejection that I got, I'm not going to be able to put all my focus into making those A's and to making sure that I'm the best producer for Eagle Eye TV. I'm the best writer for the plainsman um so i really changed that plane into pleasure just by putting the energy into what really really matters Mm -hmm. i love that because you talked about in your article about making a goal sheet and i do that to to figure out my anxiety and you said you do that for your insecurities so tell me more about how your goal sheet looks my goal sheet is very simple Mm -hmm. because i'm the type of girl if it's too much detail on there i get a little (laughs) bit overwhelmed so my goal sheet is very simple um and what i love about it is that it consistently holds me accountable because there are times where i do drift off from the goals that i do have and that goal sheet reminds me like hey nobody forced you to put this on this paper you did it yourself Mm -hmm. so you need to make sure that jakai if you want to be where you want to be you're going to have to every single day make an effort to try and check off those things on your goal Mm -hmm. list yeah and some people talk about too as well if you're trying to better um the inner part of you doing like daily affirmations and stuff like that so what are specific ways that helped you grow from this um so for some people it is daily affirmations i know for myself um daily affirmations do help but sometimes looking in the mirror and telling myself i'm beautiful i'm beautiful sometimes i just don't feel anything um what really 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 helped me and i understand not everybody um has a religion but it really was my faith it was just believing that no matter what i was seeing during this constant time whether if it was negative or not knowing that in my future everything would get better Mm -hmm. so just having faith not only in god because that's what i believe in but also in myself believing in myself Mm -hmm. that you know i am made for greatness and so are you Um, and i think that once you start believing that everything will kind of become more clear Mm -hmm. so how has this entire journey defined you I'd say this entire journey has defined me by um, making me get a tougher skin. Mm -hmm. I used to be the little girl in the backseat, like crying because my Big Mac from McDonald's (laughs) fell apart. And I still am that way now, although it had this journey has really made me toughen up and realize that I cannot be led by my emotions. And a lot of women maybe experience um, issues with their own body image in a different way. And so maybe some things, like you said, daily affirmations work for some people, but for others it doesn't. But is there like a big general takeaway that you saw from this experience that you're like, yes, like this brought me out of this that could help maybe anybody? 
So I do want to say that the definition of body image is being overtly focused on comparing your size and shape to unrealistic ideals. And what really helped me, you guys, was taking out those few things in my life that were toxic. Um, for example, social media. I know Hannah brought that up earlier. Um, being on that all the time throughout my day can become um so stressful for me. So just by canceling that out, um, I'm not going to say cancel forever, definitely not, mm -hmm. but just pick what times of the day I want to put my energy towards that because comparison really is the thief of joy. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And then I loved how you said in your article, the only opinion about yourself is yours. So we, how do you focus in on your opinion except society's opinion? Um, I think what has really helped me become more in tune with myself is also therapy. I forgot to mention that. Um, if you go to the Auburn University Student Counseling and Psychological Services located on 400 Lynn Morrison Drive, please go there and please get help if you need it because therapy has helped me tremendously get more in tune with my inner voice mm -hmm. and to cancel out those other voices um, because, you know, we love our family. Um, we love our friends. Although sometimes they don't know what it's like to live in our shoes. So just make sure sometimes that you go to a professional mm -hmm. that can help you. And people say too, I know talking to strangers maybe on the street or if you're interviewing someone, it could be like scary, you know, being vulnerable with them. But these people, you like you said, they're professionals. They understand mm -hmm. like how to address these issues. So I think it's really maybe even easier to come and talk to them because they don't know who you are and they yeah. don't know what you're going to become. So I think that's really mm -hmm. a really good way to see it again. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Jakai, and sharing your experience. And I hope our listeners can use your message maybe to help them with anything that they're going through. And we're going to link that website for the Auburn Student Counseling in the description for anybody who wants to go check that out. And thank you all for listening and being here today. And we will see you next week. Mm -hmm.